welcome to the Empower Church podcast. My name is Matt Garner, and I'm the pastor at Empower Church here in Melbourne, Australia. We're so glad you've joined us today, and I am believing that today's message is not only going to inspire you and encourage you, but it's going to empower, equip, and challenge you to be everything that God has called you to be. Hey, if you want more information about what we're up to at Empower Church, just jump on our website, empowerchurch.co, and all the details are there. We really hope that you enjoy the message. In fact, let's pray this prayer. Say these words after me. Say, Jesus, I open up my heart. Come and speak to me. Come and change me. Soften my heart where it's hard so that I can receive your word. And Holy Spirit, have your way. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 and 7. I didn't know we were going to go into that little refrain before, but I want to read that, uh, what we were singing a moment ago out of the Scripture itself in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a prophecy thousands of years before Jesus was born. For unto us a child, capital C, is born. And unto us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Did you hear it? For unto us a child is born. You know, one of the greatest mysteries about Christianity is that Jesus often appears in ways that you're not ready for Him to appear. Because He was trying to break everything you think you know about Him. Because often our religious backgrounds, if you have one, they can be the greatest limitation to us experiencing the fullness of who Jesus is. Part of our journey here at Empower is taking some very good church folk, including myself, Alicia, we've been on this massive journey of going, we've done church for 20 years, 25, 30 years in the same way. And some of those traditions are wonderful. Some of those traditions are powerful. We honour them. We're not trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we're certainly asking the Holy Spirit and we're asking the Holy Spirit to put a flashlight on our own hearts so that we would not be the people that allow the past to limit what God wants to do moving forward. And here we find, if we now zoom in to the Gospels, where Jesus is actually born, a baby was born into a manger. And a Saviour that we know as Jesus appeared in a way that the religious society of that day, society full stop, were not prepared for Him to come in that way. They wanted a strong, powerful 
military force to come and overthrow Rome because Rome had occupied Jewish land. And they, had, they, were, they were crying out for the Messiah, but they thought the Messiah would come with an army, with horses and chariots and weapons, with the might to overthrow the power of of one of the greatest military forces, well, the greatest of that time. And everything that they were expecting in one breath did happen. Jesus did come and He did come with a force. (laughs) He did come with all power at His disposal. He did come in that way. But He also very much did not come in the way that they wanted Him to come. He came as a baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes, born into a stable. Some people even say the stable in those days, they weren't kind of, you know, they weren't like what we would appear as a stable or imagine as a stable in our imagination, this nice barn, you know, that fixer-uppers got to and revealed and then there you go and Joe walks out and do you love it? Chip's making some joke, you know. No, it was, it was a dirty, dark, old cave is what a lot of theologians say. And this baby, your Saviour, the Messiah, the one that was given to us came in this way. And I believe He came in this way because He wanted to put a choice before us of whether we would choose to receive Him or not. One of the most tragic Scriptures I believe in the Bible for me anyway as I read it is found in the Gospel of John. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, the Word was God. It goes on. It's not going to come up on the screen. This is just me freestyling. And then it says, He came to those which were His own, but His own, His own did not receive Him. It's tragic because I believe that God is appearing to all of us. I believe He's knocking on the door of your heart today. And it's up to you whether you would receive Him or not. I know you've got a lot of knowledge about religion. That's not what I'm talking about. There are people that fill this university, other universities that teach biblical studies, but they have no faith in their heart. I'm not talking about something that happens up here. I'm talking about something that God wants to do inside of your heart, in your spirit. He shall be called. He shall be called. They will call His name Wonderful Counselor. Let me just tell you, just give me five minutes to tell you about this Jesus. Do you feel the presence of God today? Let me tell you about this Jesus. The Bible says that He is the Wonderful Counselor. He is wonderful. He is wonderful. Wonder. He is full of wonder. Can I just speak to the church for a moment? I haven't preached that much over the last two months, so I'm just taking every pastoral moment I can right now to speak into you, to give you faith for this next season and where we're going. 
But you know, this is just for the church if you're visiting, sorry, just block your ears for a moment. But you know you're entering the land of religion, right? You know you're entering into that place where tradition and religion are the thing you're valuing over Jesus when you've stopped and you've lost your wonder about Him. That's why worship should be these times of worship corporately, honestly, should be absolutely mind-blowing. They're only not mind-blowing because we've stopped wondering about the greatness of who He is. But if you would just look at how incredible the person of Jesus is, you would just, something would bubble up inside of you that you wouldn't be able to help, but just wanna worship and worship and worship and worship and worship and worship and worship. And we've sung this song for 20 minutes now, Matt. Julie, when are we gonna get off the chorus? Get off the chorus. No, because wonder fills your heart. And we stop looking at the, the worship team and we start looking at worshiping Him. Why? Because because we've got a revelation of the wonder of who Jesus is and He is wonderful, He's wonderful. That word wonder is the Hebrew word pe-la and it means beyond understanding. Too wonderful for words. (laughs) Is that the Jesus that you know? He shall be called. And I wonder what you call Him today. Do you call Him wonderful? And if you've lost your wonder about who He is, then you've lost your hunger for who He is. And it's simple. If you have no hunger for who He is, you just need to come back to saying, Holy Spirit, would you show me the wonder of who Jesus is. <laughs> you know, the angels in heaven, like from our earthly perspective, I don't personally get this. I'm like, you know, when we get to heaven, wouldn't there be lawns to mow and pearly gates to polish and things like that, right? Or just, you know, the local cafe, how good's a latte gonna be, right? On the other side, right? Like whatever, right? but that's thinking through humanity. You know, the angels in heaven for all of eternity have been up there. They've been, they're singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And they do a lap around God, whatever that means. (laughs) And you know what they say again? Holy, holy, Holy. And once they've finished that chorus, they must see another glimpse because that word holy in its purest essence means beauty. Where they see another part of who the Father is and they must be compelled because of the wonder of God to say holy, holy, holy. And then again, holy, holy, 
holy. And again, holy, holy, holy. Why? Because you can never, you and I in our current capacity can never contain the full wonder of who God is. So as a result, we got to keep wondering. They shall call Him Wonderful Counselor. Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Just nudge your neighbour and say, Mighty God. He's the Mighty God. What does that mean? It means God is omniscient. He is omnipresent. And He is omnipotent. He is omniscient. He is everywhere. This is the Mighty God. This is Jesus. He is omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He is a God that is in the past. He is in the future. He is in the present. He is the God that is with you in every single moment. He's the God that loves you so much that even in your complete brokenness, He is reaching out His hand to you, calling your name. He is the God that even when you're on your deathbed, you can look into the face of Jesus and still have in your mouth, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He is the one, He is the one, He is the one. When they raise interest rates again, you can still look at that bill and say, God, I don't know what's going on, but Lord, You are still on the throne. (laughs) Just preaching right to your street address right there. Come on. Because He is the mighty God. What does that mean? That means that God is all-powerful. And that all-powerful person, Cain, is the one that has the power to shift the impossible things in your life. He is all-powerful. He is all-powerful. That means that Jesus' power is, is, I want to talk about three things, is at work inside of you. My prayer for you coming into 2023 is that God's power that you would know that God's power is at work in you. He's moving in you. You know, some of the circumstances that you're in right now that feel like hell on earth, that feel like an an absolute challenge right now, God's going to use that to do His greatest work in you. You know that confusion you're experiencing about what's the next chapter of your life? God's going to use that if you allow Him to be at work in you. God's at work in you. God is also at work for you. While you're in that circumstance or situation or in that space of the unknown, Jesus, the mighty God, the baby born in a manger, died, rose again, This Jesus that we serve is at work for you. In fact, He's done so much. He's done everything that you need. It it started off with a baby in the manger. That's how it started. But how it finished was with Him lifting up His eyes towards heaven saying, it is complete. It's finished. What does that mean? That means that every power 
that comes against you will not prosper because He's for you and He's working for you. It also means, it means that He's working in you, that He's working for you. It also means that He wants to work through you. Just look at me for a moment. God, like my family can testify of this more than anyone. If you know me, you know that we're all just broken people. Sometimes people think the pastors are perfect people. We're not. (laughs) But you lead the church. Yeah. Just because I've said yes to Jesus. God doesn't move through me because of my perfection. God moves through me because of Jesus' perfection. And so if that applies to me, that applies to you. He's working for you. He's working in you, but He wants to work through you. And it's my prayer that as you mature in your faith, that you would just get off the pew. You'd get off the sideline of sideline Christianity. And that you'd realise that the greatest thing that you can do with your life is serve Jesus and His Kingdom wholeheartedly. It is my prayer that you would get this revelation deep in your spirit, that you would walk into your workplace, whether it's retail, whether it's an accounting job, an office job, whether you're a landscaper, it doesn't really matter who you are. You could be a professional musician. You could be in in nursing or medicine, whatever it might be. You might be a student here today. It doesn't really matter what it is. My prayer today is the Holy Ghost would come upon you so powerfully and so strongly that you you would lay down your life before Him and say, God, whatever it takes, would you? use me? Would you use me? He's the wonderful counsellor, the mighty God. And last of all, the Bible says that He is the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. I'm having fun this morning anyway. Don't know if you are. Should have given you candy canes or something just to keep you awake. The Prince of Peace. That word prince means he's in charge. He's the Lord, he's the chief, he's the general. That word peace, you might know it, it's the word shalom. And it means rest, tranquility, wholeness, completeness. So he is the prince of peace. He's in charge. You know, I think one of the, the most challenging things in our society at the moment is around mental health, anxiety, fear, worry. But I want to tell you today that He's the Prince of Peace. And often we we get anxious and we worry and we let our imagination run wild and we project a future that has not happened as if it will happen. And we lose sight in that moment of the Prince of Peace, don't we? We lose sight because we're assuming an ending. We're assuming that there's no solution. We're assuming that I'm never gonna be able to get out of this, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped. I don't have the tools in my personal tool belt to be able to deal with this situation that I'm going through. And friend, anyone that said Christianity is just a crutch, they got it slightly wrong. Christianity is not a crutch. 
it's like a whole new platform that we walk on. Because we know that our human legs could never hold us up in this life. So we have to throw ourselves onto the person of Jesus and allow Him to carry us. And friend, today, I believe that the Holy Spirit, I believe that the Holy Spirit is here. And I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to move in you. You might be struggling today in some area. Would you just let this this last moment, would you let the Holy Spirit touch you? What we're gonna do right now is I believe the Lord's gonna minister to you in this moment. I'm gonna invite JL to come up and she's gonna lead a song. She's gonna sing a song over us, a carol. But I believe as she does, the Holy Spirit's gonna fall on this place and begin to touch and move upon you. A 
just take a moment right now just to surrender to Jesus. Just as Jesus sang fall on our knees, would our hearts posture be right now just to lay ourselves before Him. You know, whether you've walked with Jesus for many years or perhaps you feel like you're far from Him today. Can I let you know that He's just there right down, right before you. His arms open before you today. And perhaps you don't even know this Jesus. The Bible says that if you confess in your heart, you believe in your heart, sorry, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you'll be saved. So you can do that today in the presence of the Lord with friends and family. Lord, we bless your name today. We honour you, Jesus, as King, as Saviour, as Lord, as Redeemer, as the Light, as the Word, as the Bread of Life, as the Living Water. And I thank you that you are here and that you are ever present with every person that is here today and that those that aren't here today today. Jesus, we thank you. And this Christmas, we choose to put you in the centre, to see your wonder, to see your majesty, to see your glory displayed. In the name of Jesus, amen, 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 amen. He's so good. Come on, can we just give him praise? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, JL, for using your voice just to worship the Lord. And thank you to Julie and Kelv um, for pulling um, the service together and to our band and to Esther, to Jess. So wonderful. We're so blessed by a beautiful team and community of people. Together we come and minister and So this is our Christmas service. And so we're not actually going to be gathering together in the building for the next two weeks for Christmas Day or New Year's Day. And you might go, what? Not come to church on Christmas Day? Well, can I remind you that the building, the church is not the building, but we are the church. So when you gather with your friends and your family on Christmas Day, gather around Jesus. When you go out to the markets this afternoon, remember that you are ministers of Jesus. And you know, if you choose to go to another church service on Christmas Day, there's so many beautiful churches around here. So, you know, you can choose to do that as well. But thank you, thank you um, for this year and just what you've sown and just for your open hearts to Jesus. And um, I wanna also thank you for your giving. And also just um, give you the opportunity to continue to come and bring your tithes and your offering. You know, you can do that, Michael, if we've got a slide for that. You can either just go to our website and do that. 
um, there's all the giving options there or there should be a QR code coming up now. You can do that. You can also do that in the foyer with cash or, or at FPOS. Um, but yeah, just as part of our worship, we give back to the Lord first. If you're um, here with us for the first time or maybe you've been a few times, we would love to connect with you. And so we'd love to invite you to fill out um, our Connect form via that Q, uh, QR code and just so you can get our correspondence and we can um, connect with you. Thank you, children, for being involved. If you've written all those things down, right? Matt had so many in his message. Come and show me. I think we've got some chopper chumps for you. But um, bless you all. We've got coffee in the foyer and I think some Christmas uh, shortbread. If you would like prayer, our prayer team will be out the front. But otherwise, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Oh, yes, and congratulations. We've had some babies born in the last couple of weeks. We've um, had Hudson, Kent Frazier. So congratulations to Bree and to Luke, Sabrina and Craig, and also Musa and Melinda. They had Asha. So reach out to them, bless them this Christmas, drop them a meal, um, and Merry Christmas. Amen. Have I missed anything? Missed anything? Okay, awesome. Oh, David wants to take a photo of the kids. So kids, come down here. The rest of you can be to miss. Oh, do a carol? Do a carol? Yeah, great. Cool. Shall be wonderful counselor. He- 
Christmas everyone.